0: Critically acclaimed. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. This is part two for Baby Daddy. So, like I mentioned in part one, I've only seen Baby Daddy once live over the course of the five to six years that it was on. So, because of that, and then the fact that it was a sitcom where the episodes, you know, don't always have too much to do with each other, I don't remember that many details shocker, but I'm going to try my best to talk about as much as I can. Um, So the first thing I thought we would talk about is kind of the biggest thing that I remember about the show, because it's the biggest element that was kind of carried throughout the whole thing. And that is the love triangle, of course, between Ben, Riley, and Danny. So I always hated Ben's character. like He's super selfish and doesn't really ever think about anyone other than himself which I guess did change to an extent over time because you know he became a parent but at least in his romantic relationships I feel like he never thinks about the other person um and he definitely takes people for granted like he took Riley for granted and he took Danny for granted, like two aspects of it. So the first aspect is with Danny, literally any time like Ben would be struggling with his relationship with Riley or his feelings or her feelings or anything, he would like talk about it with Danny and then he'd be like, you don't understand, you can never understand. It's like, no, Danny understands better than anyone because he's literally been in love with her his whole life and he could understand what it means if she doesn't feel the same way or... If you have to bury those feelings for the sake of someone, I don't know. All I know is that Ben always sounded like an idiot when talking to Danny because he never saw it from another person's perspective. And then as for Riley, he definitely took her for granted when they were in a relationship, but even outside of that, can we acknowledge Ben and Riley's relationship from the very beginning? We obviously know that Ben, Riley, and Danny were best friends growing up. However, only Danny and Riley stayed friends like now through like from childhood through adulthood, whereas Ben and Riley haven't because in the very first episode, Ben is so surprised to see what Riley looks like after all these years cuz she lost all that weight. So, that is one aspect that it's like why would you take for granted this person who you haven't seen in like a really long time and you you know always made fun of also like he literally always made fun of her about her weight when he was younger and now she's literally helping him I mean she's not like uprooting her life in any way but she doesn't have to help him with his newborn child like and being a single parent and I just feel like that is totally like skipped over in the show and I just wanted to acknowledge that at the same time though Riley definitely took Danny for granted too Um, and it was mainly because, you know, half the time she didn't deserve him. And that's why I felt like she didn't, she took him for granted because from the audience perspective, it's like, no, you've put him through the ringer too many times. And this was, like, so obvious in, like, the whole beginning half of the show where, you know, Riley would be with Danny and she would be upset about something and Danny would save the day, do something really sweet, and she would make some comment that, like, super, like, friend-zoned him, like, uh, who am I to, like, I'm so lucky to have a friend like you or, you know, you really are a girl's best friend or things like that, but it's like, um, hello. And this is something I don't understand about relationships, like- when you're best friends with someone, I understand there is the idea of you don't want to ruin, like, if you decide to, if a guy and a girl are friends and like solely platonic, but they don't want to risk, um, and they don't want to become a relation in a relationship because they don't want to risk the friendship and like losing that or something. But at the same time, if this person is your best friend and like you get along with them so well, like, why wouldn't you try? Because, like, i don't i mean from my perspective i look at it like you should want to date or be with your like romantically be with your best friend and so if this person already is that person like i feel like you might as well try because like they fit half of the like equation you know what i mean but anyway so it it seemed kind of like why wouldn't you know riley try with danny um i mean he's like a six foot he's over six feet tall like gorgeous hockey player like come on what like why um but regardless of all of that time um i am a sucker for the childhood best friends to lovers trope as i mentioned in my birthday episode about 23 of my favorite tv couples because danny and riley are one of them I also always thought it was super funny how many times they kissed on the show before they were ever romantically involved like they either did it to pretend they were together to throw someone else off or to like get Danny back into focus or I don't know if maybe they were doing a skit I feel like they did skits a lot on this show which is kind of random Um, but I always thought it was really funny um so yeah and then Overall, like I really liked the whole arc. Whenever one of them was struggling to tell the other one how they felt, so for example, this happened primarily with Danny at the beginning, and I already kind of mentioned this. But anytime he would do something sweet, and then Riley would say some friend zone line. But honestly, then I really liked finally seeing Riley struggle with all with it all. Like, yes, it's your turn to be quote unquote aching. Um, I guess like when she with the whole um, hearing the voicemail and everything. But that was also something I didn't like. So when um Riley first heard the voicemail, there was problems with it. So first of all, I have never heard the voicemail operator thing say, if you are happy with your message, press one or like two to delete it. I've literally never heard that. So like, that's not a thing. And second thing is I hated how Riley kept it a secret that she heard the voicemail for all this time. But I do think Danny overreacted a bit. Like maybe this was his chance to make her feel like he had been feeling his whole life. But it seems like a bit much, um. you know, because I felt like she needed a chance to think about it. And then at the end, the other thing I didn't like was when Riley and Danny were together and Riley was upset because Danny lied about being with Sam but technically he didn't. Like she asked him if he had or ever had feelings for her. And he said no, because yeah, he never had feelings for her. He, he slept with her, but he never had feelings with her. He was a high school jock. Like, what did you expect? So I don't think it's, I think they're kind of both in the wrong. Like Riley shouldn't be upset because he didn't tell, like he didn't lie, I guess, in saying that he had what, like saying he didn't have feelings for her when he did have feelings for her. But Danny's also in the wrong because he shouldn't just have, like, left it out. Like, he should have just said that they did hook up in high school. Um, So, yeah. But they need a drama, you know. So then as for my favorite episodes, um, I couldn't really think of too many because, again, I don't remember, like, the details and, like, of the episodes. But um, one of my favorites is when Danny gets a concussion at a game or a practice or something and he goes to the hospital and Riley is there. I think she's either like pretending to be a candy striper or she really is like volunteering maybe. I don't know. And so she and Tucker are in the elevator and Danny gets rolled in um, but there's no nurse or anything with her because I think there's a lot of paparazzi maybe or something. I don't even remember. Um, so then it's just Tucker, Riley, and Danny in the elevator and I think the elevator might have broken also. And so um, Tucker is imp- like dressing up like a um, a doctor and he has a stethoscope that he bought from the gift shop so when he sees Danny there obviously Danny's unconscious because we know he has um, a concussion but Tucker takes a stethoscope and feels for Danny's heart and he goes I don't mean to alarm you but I'm not getting a heartbeat and that's like literally I say that line all the time um so then Riley freaks out and then goes to give Danny mouth-to-mouth but obviously that's not what he needs he has a concussion um and so then Danny wakes up and then he realizes it's Riley and they just start making out and it's really funny um and this was, of course, way before they became romantically involved. So it was like, oh, my God, funny, whatever. One of those times, again, where they were kissing before they were romantically involved. Um, but then the last scene is my favorite thing also. So then Tucker's in the elevator by himself and he checks his heart with the stethoscope and he says, hmm, I don't seem to have a heartbeat either. And so obviously implying that the stethoscope was not like, obviously he bought it in the gift shop is not real. So it kind of created, quote unquote, drama when there wasn't anything to be worried about. Um, another really good episode was the Bon Jovi episode. I don't remember the specifics of it, but I remember that Bonnie is obviously a huge fan and even made Ben's middle name Bon Jovi. But anyway, my mom is a huge Bon Jovi fan. So naturally, when my brother and my dad were watching this episode, it was like extra special and we dragged my mom in to watch it too. And it was like really funny. Um, I also like the episode when they go to the beach house, which I know I said I didn't like that drama with the tape about Sam and Danny, but it's also like, um, when things blew up and I like drama. So yeah. Um, and then honestly, I feel like the whole last season is a blur to me. Like when I think of how it ends, I always think of the season five finale when Riley tells Danny she's pregnant. Like I literally always forget that there's a whole another season with her being pregnant and like having the baby, you know? Um, Another thing I loved about this show, which I'm sure was most people's favorite part, was definitely Tucker and Bonnie's pairing. Like, they were sort of frenemies and were always, like, lumped together for these jokes, which made sense considering the other three main characters had the whole love triangle drama together. Um, I don't remember any specific lines or scenarios, but they were always the best because they were rude toward one another, but in the best way that made it so fun to always hear, like, their banter. Also, they always did these schemes together and literally so many times they were thrown together romantically to deal with one of their exes or something kind of weird, but like also funny. Um, And they were the ones who just like called each other out. Like when someone when one of them like was going to like they walked right into that joke. The other one was the one that like let them have it and like totally leaned into it. Um, I watched some clips of, like, their best lines or funny moments on YouTube, and it was so fun. Like, I would love to just rewatch the show again for them. Um, And I also really liked when they introduced Brad into the show. Him and Bonnie were great together, like, comically because they were both just so self-centered, so they just worked together. So then the other half of this episode, I kind of just lumped things together with, like, fun facts and guest stars that were fun to see on the show. So the first fun fact I found was that the idea for the show was first created shortly after the success of the movie Baby Mama in like 2008 or 2009. Um, So they had the idea for Baby Daddy, but it took a while for studios to pick it up. Like I think a lot of studios, they kept trading it off because they couldn't um, make it work, primarily because they couldn't figure out who to play Ben. But eventually they did. And I think he was honestly the last person cast maybe. Um, then Emma's character was played by four sets of twins which you know makes sense because um that like kids in Hollywood are always played by twins um, and if you didn't know that's like a thing because of child labor laws which means there's a limited amount of time and like hours that kids can be on screen for and like can work for um, and so between that and then also that like so that explains the twin aspect of why like kids are always played by twins. Like, for example, the Olsen twins was a big example. Um, and then the other reason why they had multiple sets, I guess, would mean – um it could be also the idea of like wanting to stretch out the time across many um kids instead of just on one set but also because then i would imagine Emma's character like was growing up and you know time was going by faster in the show than in reality so they needed the um kid to look older then as for like some guest stars some of the ones that i remember most are Lucy Hale who i think she played Riley's boss Like, or excuse me, not Riley's boss, Riley's boss's daughter in an episode. And she had to kind of like, Riley had to like babysit her in a sense. And the Lucy Hale's character ended ended up being much more of a rebel than like the good girl she was portraying herself as. And so she sneaks out to a party and is underage drinking and all that stuff. And that got Ben to say, you're such a little liar, which is obviously a direct reference to Pretty Little Liars, which we love to see then cassie Skurbo, who was lauren in make it or break it was also in a few episodes of the show i don't remember who she played but she played someone um matt dallas who was on kyle xy with john luke bilodeau who plays ben he played fitch who i did not care for at all in the show but he was a recurring role um and i didn't care for him because i just wanted riley with danny of course then a big one was Lacey Chabert, um, who played the therapist Amy, and I honestly really liked her and Danny's short-lived relationship. Like I said, I always wanted him to end up with Riley, but I definitely liked Amy better than like Elena and Georgie and any other options he had. And I also liked the therapist aspect of the show and like working through Danny's thoughts Um, and honestly just love when shows incorporate that as I've noticed like recently, especially in watching Lucifer. Um, but it makes sense considering I studied psychology in college so I really like to hear the therapy and them working things through and it's kind of like also the audience's perspective being brought to life, I think like as an addition um and then there were some other abc family alums on the show like amber stevens west who is from greek megan tandy who was on jane by design she was also brayden on teen wolf and then aisha d who would later go on to star in the bold type which comes back tonight for the final season i'm really upset about that but like i don't know it's gonna be interesting um, and then the last special guest star I think was um or excuse me, not the last one, the second to last, Caroline Rhea, who played Riley's mom for an episode. But I think she got recast. Um, but she will forever be Sabrina's Aunt Hilda from Sabrina Um, The Teenage Witch but the best the best like guest star cameo whatever you want to call it was reba. So reba came for a few episodes and she played Bonnie's old friend Charlotte whose proposal was just called off by her fiance somehow because of Bonnie like Bonnie ruined the like m- proposal marriage whatever. So now Charlotte is back for revenge. And this was a funny storyline because Reba and Melissa Peterman who played Bonnie co-starred together on the show Reba and the premise of that show is that Melissa Peterman's character Barbara Jean was Reba's best friend on the show but then Barbara Jean got married to Reba's ex-husband so in Reba I've seen like several episodes here and there when it would play on ABC Family like daytime television reruns um and so they are like they were best friends and then reba got i don't know if the show starts with them getting divorced or if they're like i don't know if they're married and then they get divorced or if they were already divorced um i again i haven't seen the whole thing just a few episodes but i know that like they were best friends and then that happened but like it's not like they hate each other like they tolerate each other Barbara jean which is Melissa, melissa peterman's character she's also like very over the top so it's kind of like of me tolerate situation but that's all and I feel like I'm definitely not doing baby daddy justice but at the same time like what do you expect from me for a sitcom that I've only seen once so I apologize for the rather short episode um, it is more difficult I mean from the start that yeah it's six seasons but it is a sitcom um, so the episodes are shorter and there's just not as much I feel like to talk about compared to like other sitcoms. Like I know obviously Friends I've did, but that's ten seasons and I know that like the back of my hand. And How You Met Your Mother is nine seasons and I also know that one pretty well. Um but I'm sorry. I guess. Uh, otherwise, though, if you listen to your Apple, if you listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe. Specifically, leave a review because I would love to get feedback. Um, also, if you're not following me already, please do so at Not So Critically Acclaimed, both on TikTok and Instagram. Currently, the link in my bio in TikTok is not working because I have a link tree, and um, TikTok, I guess, is not allowing link trees anymore. So I'm going to have to look into another thing similar to Linktree, so I can get all my links in one place, but you can still find all the, the my Linktree in Instagram, and so um, some of the links I'll just run through what you can look for just to make this episode a little bit longer for you, is I do have a YouTube channel. The link is in there. You can watch the first video and subscribe to that. I only have one video because I don't really know if I want to continue pursuing it because I don't really know what ideas to do and also like Based on the number of subscribers, it's a lot of effort and I just don't know if I want to do that. Then the second thing is um, you should follow me on TV time, which is a great place if you like are super type A and you like to check off when you watch um, shows because you can do that for every episode on TV time. You can also follow me and see what I'm watching in real time. Then you can download the app Bingy, which is a great place to talk about your favorite shows and movies with other people. You can just like, there's a home feed and you can search up a TV show or movie and start a discussion about it. And then other people can like comment on it. You can see the top 25 of the week of like what's trending the most. Um, and that's a really fun place to be. There's also a podcast suggestion form in my link where you can, um, or in my link tree, where you can suggest something you want to see on the podcast, whether it is a show, like an old show that I haven't done yet, uh, a new show that's coming out that you really want me to watch and do a review on, if you want to see a movie list, um, if you want to, if there's a new movie you want me to do a whole episode on, so you can just, you know, give suggestions for that. Um, And otherwise, there are only like a few other links, like my ultimate rom-com list um and oh I also updated my spreadsheets I have this giant spreadsheet with all the shows I watch and this can be great if like you maybe watch a lot of the same shows as me and you don't really like know or like want to look you're not a person who like looks up if it got renewed or canceled or whatnot but I've basically divided it into categories so the first category is what I'm currently watching or like excuse me, what I'm currently binging, because there's a difference. So the top category is what I'm currently binging. And these are things that I'm, you know, binge watching on um, a platform. So right now it's on my block, privileged and tell me a story. Then we have currently on air, which are the shows that are live, like one episode per week, and I'm watching live. I have not finished everything so like I know that some of the shows like the um, finales have already aired but I haven't watched them yet so they're still on my list so for example I haven't watched the finale of The Resident or Caught Up on Big Sky or Station 19 or Chicago Fire or Med so I'm behind on those so they're still listed on currently on air then we have Waiting for New Seasons which are shows that um, like haven't ended and most of them have been renewed for an additional season not all of them and some of them even have dates like premiere dates for when the show's coming back and that's a mixture of both shows that are on live and shows that you can binge watch and then um we have a category for the shows i want to watch and where to watch them how many seasons um whatnot and then the last the last section is all the shows that i have ever watched um they're categorized by um the network and then alphabetized and again it has how many seasons they are um if I like some notes, like some of them I never finished watching or some of them like I watched when I was younger, but I've never watched it all the way through. And then these really covered every show I've ever watched. The only things that weren't included were like childhood shows. So I didn't include anything from like Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, um, you know, things like that. Um, So yeah, that's just something fun if you're like in the mood to see my type A at its finest but otherwise that is all for not so critically acclaimed and i will be back next week with another show or maybe movie who knows um so thanks for listening and i'll talk later bye